Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Talking Points memos, more bad news for the American media. So the Associated Press, in association with the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Organization, has put out a study. It's an interesting study. I'm going to give you the highlights. Three quarters of uh, American adults say the news media is increasing political polarization. Okay? Just under a half of American adults so they have no trust in the uh, media's ability to report the news fairly and accurately. Four in 10 say the press is hurting American democracy. Now, those are pretty strong numbers from an organization that is not conservative, to say the least. A third of American adults say they see stories with false claims from politicians or misleading headlines every day. Six and ten say the news media bears blame for the spread of misinformation. Okay, so these numbers are true, in my opinion, based upon my expertise and analysis of the country. And the reason is that corporations now have taken over the television news industry. They were always in charge from the time television was founded, Edward R. Murrow. All right, the corporations were always in charge. But there was a firewall between the actual journalism and the corporate offices, all right? They weren't supposed to intrude, the profit makers, but that has broken down 100%. And now the so-called journalists who work for corporations in many cases are told what to do. And a lot of people think, well, it's all based on ideology. It's not. Most of it's based on profit, and we saw that with the Fox News Dominion lawsuit, that Fox was worried 
if it told its core audience that there wasn't proof that their election was a fraud, that audience would go over to Newsmax, which was pretty much saying that it was a fraud. And so Fox decided to go along with that and got into all kinds of trouble. And the unintended consequences are going to ripple out for the next year or two. This is not over. Now, let me give you two very clear examples of how the corporation intrudes on the media's honesty. The first on the left is climate change. All right. So people believe what they want to believe. And now every storm that occurs in the United States is because of climate change. Every snow, every rain, every wind, every tornado, every hurricane, it's all climate change. The left buys into that. And the president of the United States, the first thing he did when he took office was attack the fossil fuel industry. You'll all remember that. And he's passed from our calculation almost $400 billion in spending on fighting climate change. The unintended consequence of that was a spur of inflation. In case you saw it, inflation whip up as the gas prices went crazy because the future market in the oil industry went up and because President Biden was attacking it with regulations and everything else. That's on the left. And that has influenced and affected every single American that does anything. On the right, you have election fraud and January 6th. Again, people believe what they want to believe, and many Trump voters did not want to believe that he lost the election to Joe Biden. It was a close election. Four states, and the vote margins in those states were tiny, infinitesimal even. So many of the Trump voters refused to accept the electoral count as legitimate. That's where the Dominion voting machines came in. Okay. The second one is January 6th. And this is where Tucker Carlson got into trouble. So people believe what they want to believe. And some on the right raised the specter of a false flag operation that was driven by the FBI or whoever. They caused the intrusion, the riot at the Capitol. And you know, Ray Epps, and on and on and on and on. So when you back or put yourself out to a theory, and there's nothing, by the way, wrong with believing the election was a fraud. If that's your opinion, that's your opinion. But you can't say it's fact. The false flag operation on January 6th, that's even shakier, because there really isn't anything that indicates that. On the left, Biden's $400 billion in spending, what has that reaped? Chaos in Texas. The wind couldn't keep up. And again, driving the traditional fuels to a point that punishes Americans. Now, all of this should have been reported accurately by the media, and it was not. It wasn't. Russian collusion wasn't reported accurately. 
It's what the management is telling you to do for profits. MSNBC could not exist if it covered the news in a fair way because its audience is 95% liberal. Fox News' audience is 95% conservative. When I was there, it was 50% conservative just six years ago. 50% conservative when I was in in a chair at 8 o'clock. Now it's 95%. Big money to be made in those precincts. Okay, is there any solution to this? No. The First Amendment covers expression, freedom of expression. Corporations are just going to say, look, we have a right to sue whatever we want. Now, if you want to sue us, go ahead. And Dominion did and won $800 million. Um, so, yeah, they you can get them, the charlatans in the media, but the government can't stop it. You can stop it by not watching. And we'll have a little bit more on that later. So summing up. This AP Kennedy Center study, I believe, is accurate. Uh, I do believe the media is now hurting democracy in this country. And that's why we're here. Because we don't do any of that. And that's the memo. Now, um, ABC News, let me give you an example. Both Chris Cuomo is coming up and I work for ABC News. So they censored an interview with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's an anti-vax guy. Okay. So ABC knew that RFK Jr. was going to come in and whack the vaccines and link it to autism. They knew that was going to happen. And they signed a woman named Lindsay Davis to interview RFK. And it's exactly what RFK did. Okay, he went wild on the vaccine and it's this and it's that. And ABC cut it out instead of Lindsay Davis doing her job by saying, look, Here are the facts that I've compiled, and you're full of bull, like I do. Just call Barney Frank, okay? They cut it. Now, ABC News says that they did it because he made false claims. You knew he was going to make false claims. Let the audience decide if you're going to put a person on who's made claims that are dubious. Let the audience decide. Have your reporter challenge the person. Don't just cut it out. L.A. Times last week. This is a huge scandal. All right. Their White House correspondent, Courtney Sobremania, or something like that, um, apparently told the Biden administration what she was going to ask the president. And they said, "Okay, Courtney, you get the first question. How do we know that? Because Biden had her question in his hand. A photographer shot at the president with a picture of Courtney and the question. And are you kidding me? So the L.A. Times, did not, our reporter did not submit any questions in advance. You know, the L.A. Times is, is I'm not, it's not worth your time. Okay, let's just be kind. Courtney herself has said nothing. But this is an unbelievable example of media irresponsibility. Hunter Biden. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. And my next guest knows everything about it. So hang tough. So the House Oversight Committee, that's Comer, okay? They are demanding 
documents about Hunter Biden's finances. All right. And Hunter Biden's attorneys aren't handing them over. As simple as that. So what's going to happen? I don't know. Contempt of Congress? I don't know. Bannon went to jail. Dave Bannon. Well, Hunter, I don't know. In addition to that, there is a child payment situation, child support in Arkansas. Now, this is gone going right now. So uh, apparently Hunter Biden had an affair with uh, a woman who worked in a strip club named London Roberts. 32 years old. There she is. And out of that affair came a baby, Navy Joan Roberts, who's now four years old. All right. And I feel so sorry for this child. Anyway, uh, Ms. Roberts wants more money out of Hunter Biden. Biden says he paid her an enormous amount of money already, 20000 in monthly child support and 750000 overall for the child's welfare. That's what Hunter Biden's people say, lawyers say. You got to present both sides here. That's what I'm doing. However, the judge now wants, under oath, all of Hunter Biden's financial records, where he made his money, what he's got, how much he's this, how much is that. That is a real threat. To Hunter Biden. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. So joining us now is a man who knows more about this, in my humble opinion, than anybody in the country. He's a reporter. He's not some pinhead pundit like me, right? 
His name is John Solomon. You know him. All right. He's the editor-in-chief of Just the News. It pretty much does what I do here on the Internet. Oh, he's all over the place. Uh, he's got a new book out. We'll get to that. Um, but give us the latest on Hunter Biden. Yeah, I think, Bill, you really analyze that Arkansas situation very uh, well because the Biden camp is very worried about having to turn over records, not only what he's made on those paintings that he's been doing the last couple of years, but the judge specified any gifts you've been getting. If you've been freeloading off of people, you're going to have to tell me what income you're getting, where it's coming from. That is a suspicion that a lot of House Republicans have had for a while, that maybe Hunter Biden's been living off other people with gratuity and grifts. That will be a very important moment in the case to see what his full income looks like and how much of it is political or gifting to uh, the first son. It's going to open up a whole new area of the Hunter Biden uh, drama for us to see. And when it's in court, it comes, as you said, under penalty of perjury. That's going to be a problem. They can't skate on this one. they got to be very, very careful. Now, while that's going on, you've got in, in Congress here um, multiple efforts to now force into uh, the public realm documents that uh, were kept from us in 2018, 19, 20, when we were deprived of making an informed decision in the 2020 election because we told the Hunter Biden scandal was, well, uh, a conspiracy theory or worse yet, a Russian disinformation operation. Multiple people, including Hunter Biden himself, being asked to give up documents. Eric Schwerwin, a man who handled Hunter Biden's taxes and warned him he hadn't been paying taxes on his Burisma Ukraine payments. Remember, that was at the heart of the impeachment a couple of years ago. Uh, and then Anthony Blinken himself now facing multiple requests from documents. First, in his role in circulating that letter or prompting that letter, encouraging that letter to be sent that falsely claimed that the laptop in 2020 was Russian disinformation. And now a, a shocking revelation from Senators Johnson and Grassley that uh, uh, Blinken may have lied to uh, Congress back in 2020 when he said, I didn't have any contacts with Hunter Biden. We never talked business. Uh, the two senators say they now have reason to believe that Hunter Biden was communicating with Blinken through Blinken's wife, who is a, an official in the State Department. They now ask for all documents of those communications. Uh, a cabinet secretary is now on the hot seat in multiple, multiple instances with uh, Tony Blinken. All right, let me stop you there. You, there's a whole bunch of stuff you said. Now I'm yeah. going to ask my usual simple questions. In Please. Arkansas, how far back does Hunter Biden have to produce his financial portfolio? Does he have to go all the way back to when his father was vice president and he was being paid by Chinese, Russian, and Ukraine companies? Does he have to go that far back? He does not. This will be a much more contemporaneous period okay. of time, really since the time his father was president and this child was born and seeking uh, child right, support. That, so that clears that up. Now we go to the House. Blinken at the time, he allegedly was dealing with Hunter Biden, was not Secretary of State, correct? That's right. That's right. What was Blinken doing? He was a key advisor to the Biden campaign. So he was a exactly. security advisor. Working so he had campaign. every right to orchestrate the letter. Yeah, he had every right to orchestrate the letter. Yeah, he but was now... trying to get that out of the uh, voters' mind. So Blinken right. allegedly put together right. this phony letter and then strong arm the 50 people to sign it. You didn't even have to strong arm most of them. They hated yeah. Trump, so they would sign it That's as well. Right. Okay, so now going forward, you're gonna get a little window into Hunter Biden's lifestyle from the Arkansas thing, but you're not gonna get the big one, which is how much money he derived while his father was vice president from these foreign companies 
and whether Hunter Biden gave money or assets of any kind to his father, the vice president, in return for his father helping facilitate these deals. We're not going to get that right now, but that's, that's right. the end game, is it not? It is. You've always put that bullseye on that target. That is the thing that will matter more to anyone in the American public than anything else. Now, if Joe Biden lied to us about different aspects of the uh, campaign, that's going to become a 2024 issue, honesty. But did the big guy benefit directly, indirectly, and did he direct some of the business decisions or assist the business decisions? That's the bullseye that James Comer has to cover and give us an answer to. Okay. That's going to take a while. That's right. um, and we had Kevin McCarthy on the No Spin News uh, recently, and, that, and I asked him about it. I said, look, you know, are you monitoring the Oversight Committee and where are they in the process? And McCarthy said, they're building a case, but, you know, Americans want it now. They want it tomorrow. They want to know. And it's going to be, has to be clarified by the vote. You know, the, the Democrats are going to stand by Biden no matter what. They're not dumping Biden right. unless, you know, it gets so bad in the economy. That's the only thing they would dump him for, not this. All right. right. Um, you wrote a book. It's a cute book. Uh, a <laughs> Seymour you. Clues mystery called Hidden Headlines. Seymour Clues is a detective and he has a sidekick yeah. named Mr. Mouse. So I assume that these are not woke detectives. They're not woke. They're not. <laughs> they're Why? not at all. They're, they're lovable characters that you might find at your, uh, in your home or in your pet store. <laughs> my son's hamster actually makes a cameo. He's the newspaper editor in this story. Chunk the hamster. My son has a hamster named Chunk. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he actually is trying to get his newspaper out to the hamster community, and the tubes in the hamster community are clogged. Uh, and it's a story about censorship brought down to children's level. Lovable characters, beautiful illustrations from the great folks at Brave Books, but an important message. I learned a couple of years ago, Bill, as my stories and other stories like Miranda Devine's and others were being censored, there's two generations of young adults in America that weren't given the civics lessons of the Bill of Rights and why the First Amendment was first, why free speech was so important. Their educators deprived them of that. I didn't want a third generation to go that route, so we wrote a book that lets moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunts and uncles share with their children that the First Amendment's important, but do it in the most delightful way. These are really fun characters and really great pictures in the book. All right, I love so the, the it's an entertainment for kids, but it has a historical uh, context that is agreeing. Give me the age range for kids for uh, hidden headlines. Five to 11 is that perfect sweet spot. You can get it at bravebooks.us, real simple to get. Okay, say that again slower, John. I'm giving you a big you plug here. Where can you get <laughs> you it? Bravebooks.us. You can get my book free this month if you subscribe to their monthly book or you can buy it a la carte. But a great group of people at Brave Books, they're filling the void in woke education with pro-America prayer God books. All right. So Brave Book, again, Brave Book. Brave Books, plural, dot, uh, dot US. Bravebooks.us. Right. Yeah. There you go. All right, John, keep us posted, please. Thanks, Honor Biden's story is an important story for everybody to follow. And here's something I did not know. George Pataki, name ring a bell? He was the governor of New York State, Republican, from 1995 to 2006, the last Republican governor here. 
Um, and he has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize due to his humanitarian relief efforts in Ukraine. The governor joins us now from New York City. Are you being shy about this? I went to a dinner with you <laughs> uh, 10 days ago, and that's the first time I ever heard about this. Did it get any any coverage? Uh, no, not really. But uh, I, I've never been any good at self-publicity. You do things because you think they're right. And that's what we've been doing in Ukraine. So it hasn't gotten any attention, but I'm fine with that. We just want to continue the mission to help the civilians, to help with humanitarian aid in Ukraine. Okay. Number one, I know you're a modest man and, and you're not a self-promoter, but in this case, next time, call me because I am a self-promoter <laughs> and I'm not modest. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because it's a, deal. a Nobel, I'll call you next time. Bill. Yeah, call me. A Nobel Peace Prize is the top of the chart. And, and when I heard that at the, at the table with you, I went, what? And I think that people should understand this. So tell me exactly what you have done in Ukraine. Well, you know, literally within three or four days of the war, uh, I went there and I took uh, a few people from the Pataki Center uh, because we wanted to help. We wanted to provide some humanitarian aid. And we took in food and medicine and some clothing. Uh, and when we got to Ukraine, uh, we saw just this enormous need and nobody was filling it. And I don't have a giant foundation like the Ford Foundation or some of the others. But what we did is talk to government officials, talk to civilians, what do you need? Uh, and the list was endless. So since that time, our little group has made 10 trips throughout U uh, Ukraine. We brought in everything from uh, uh, temporary housing units to generators. Literally, we provided hundreds of generators for the winter when the power was destroyed by the Russians. And we provided heaters, uh, over 400 heaters, to heat over 400,000 people. So we're just trying to help meet the humanitarian need. We're waiting for the government's promised aid to get there. We haven't seen it yet. So the Biden administration promised humanitarian aid, but it hasn't gotten to the Ukrainian people yet, as you're saying. We have not seen it in Ukraine in any significant amount at all. You know, they Congress did a billions. lot of the money. Congress had a lot yes. of the money. So it's just that's that right. slow Joe hasn't gotten it there. Now, a lot of Americans are very concerned about this unending flow of taxpayer money, both military and humanitarian, into this country, that it will never end. There'll be another Afghanistan. They're going to fight forever. Putin's not going to give up. Zelensky's not going to give up. How do you see that aspect of it? Well, I understand that we don't want to continue to open-end fund uh, a war or provide humanitarian aid without the accountability. But, Bill, I see it very clearly. This is good against evil. This is Russia and Putin invading a democratic pro-Western country uh, with no pretense at all. They're not even trying to hide it. Uh, and you look at their allies, Iran, China, North Korea. These are the people helping the Russians. And if that doesn't let you know whose side we should be on, then shame on you. So I don't think this will go on forever. It's unsustainable to use a, a word of the left. I hope that the Ukrainian counteroffensive is enormously successful, but the war has got to stop. But in the meantime, the humanitarian need is just growing. So we're going to keep trying to do what we can. Okay. Do you have any worries that Delinsky's crew is corrupt, that they may siphon off humanitarian aid? I mean, those charges have been lodged. Do you have any worries about that? Sure, I do. You know, and I think anybody who's sensible has to understand when you're talking literally tens of billions of dollars, 
you have to have accountability and make sure that the funds are going where they're supposed to be going. And that's one of the things we've been talking with the Ukrainian government about to make sure that that's the case. You know, we have seen, from my standpoint, no signs of that at all, no signs of corruption, but I'm not sufficiently naive to know that it's impossible. So one of the things I've been arguing for with both the American government and the Ukrainian government is to have an inspector general system to make sure there's an accounting as to where those funds go. I think the American people are entitled to that. I think the Ukrainians would be fine with that. And then it would take away some of those questions. But the need is real. And no, no doubt about it. Ukrainians are doing a great deal is real. Now, how can people help you and your foundation? You know, it's uh, they, everybody calls it a foundation. We don't have a lot of money. We're really just a center, the georgepatakicenter.com. Uh, and just uh, donations online or um, uh, to our Ukraine relief fund. We're 100% volunteer organization. Nobody gets paid. Whatever we raise goes directly to humanitarian aid in Ukraine, except for travel and security expenses. So we're going to continue to fight the fight. And Bill, I just want to say one last thing. You're not too tough on Biden. You know, if I were answering what you were saying earlier in the show, by no means are you too tough on Biden. I think he's the worst president of my lifetime. Keep it up. We need the American people to realize. That we do. Now let's switch to politics in New York State. You were the last Republican governor. I was at WCBS TV uh, while you were rising. Um, It was a moderate state back then. Always the city tilted left, but the regular New York State um, was a kind of a moderate. You were reelected and and served uh, more than two terms. Um, What has happened to New York? It's now next to California and Illinois, the most leftist state in the union. What happened? Well, I think a lot of things happened. One is that, uh, first of all, we're number one in the country, maybe California's passed us, in losing people, people moving to other states, moving to Texas, moving to Florida. Uh, And it's not somebody, you know, who's working for uh, Soros's NGO. It's people who are working for a living or retired who would tend to vote Republican or more moderate. So we've lost a ton of our voters who have just moved out of the state. Uh, The second thing I think is just the collapse of the party system. You know, we used to have a vigorous Republican party and we haven't had that for a while. And that's one of the things that I'd like to see happen is uh, uh, the state is failing, the city is failing because it's a one party system. But how did it get to be a one party system? Um, The voters have turned left, even in, I mean, Zeldin almost beat Hochul and would have, if not for New York City, African-Americans voting 90 percent for Hochul, even though they see bodies in the street in those neighborhoods every day. Did the people of New York change their point of view about politics? The, The people of New York are more centrist than conservative. When I ran for office the first time, there were more conservatives than liberals in the state. Because uh, we pulled that. And you look at it now, and it's not as far left as you would think from the political results. Uh, it is still as many people identify as a conservative in this state as they do as a liberal. The, the problem is that we have no access. We have no funds. We have no media, with the exception of places like you. Uh, and we haven't done the proper outreach. I'm an optimist. I think we have enormous opportunity in New York State as Republicans with the Latino community. 
you know, they are the ones who are suffering from bad schools, unsafe streets, subways that don't work, jobs that move out of the state. But we haven't done the aggressive outreach we need to do. You know, and if we did that, we don't have to change philosophy. We don't have to change our policies. We just have to show that we care and that our policies are right for them and what the Democrats are doing to them are hurting their future and their children's future. So the opportunity is still there for Republicans. We just have to make the case and fight the fight. And I'm going to help us to do that. All right, Governor, we appreciate it. When is the uh, Nobel people, when are they going to announce who wins? Oh, I don't know. You know, I, you I don't even know that. that, but I don't even know. I know we're going back to Ukraine again this month. And we're oh, gonna that's, try good. To help, but, that's good. That's good. Well, uh, I, you, I, I, I honestly don't know. If it were me, I'd be camping out in Norway. I mean, I'd be like, hey, Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize right here. Congratulations. Look, it doesn't matter if you win. It really doesn't matter. Just the fact that you're nominated and, and the people around the world understand what you're doing. I hope my listeners and viewers do help out uh, the George Pataki group. Give me the uh, Internet address again for that. GeorgePatakiCenter.com. Ukraine okay. Relief Fund. Very good. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Governor. Very nice much to see you. Appreciate it. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Trump on uh, CNN next Wednesday told you this. We reported this. Um, and I was on uh, News Nation last night. I hope you check those out. They're pretty lively debates, I have to say, with Chris Cuomo. And uh, the subject came up. Roll the tape. Trump going to CNN. Uh, do you think it is wrong yes. for CNN to have him on? Why? Why would it be wrong? Okay, so ridiculous. He's running for president. He's ahead in all the Republican polls. Why wouldn't you have him on? Come on, this is insane. It's a smart move for CNN 
because they are so marginalized there. After you left, everybody just gave up Cuomo. They said, if Cuomo's not here, we're not going to bother you. Now they're trying to come back, okay? So this will get them a lot of attention. Okay, the left-wing zombies who usually watch, all seven of them, will be overwhelmed by people who would want to see a town hall moderated by a professional journalist, Caitlin Collins, right? That's her name, Caitlin Collins. She's professional, yes. right? Yes. Okay, so why not do it? But the totalitarians on the left, oh, no, you can't put the leading candidate in the Republican Party on television. Oh, no, you can't do that. So CNN is smart to do it. And as we reported yesterday, another reason that uh, Trump is doing this, and it'll be on, uh, let's see, May 10th, that's next Wednesday, uh, on CNN and uh, St. Anselm College, New Hampshire, 9 o'clock. They still haven't said whether it's going to be an hour, an hour and a half. Um, the, the other reason that Trump's doing it is to stick it to Fox News Channel. Okay? Because... Fox News Channel, the ownership, is endorsing DeSantis. And Trump said, look, what are you doing? I mean, uh, I helped you, blah, blah, blah. Trump's mad and all of that. So that's what is going on there. We have a poll on BillOReilly.com. More than 5,000 of you voted. Thank you very much. Very simple poll. Will you continue to watch Fox News following the Tucker Carlson exit? Yes, it doesn't matter. 40%. No, I'm done. 60%. As everybody knows at this point, Fox News ratings across the board have fallen dramatically in the past 10 days. Uh, Sales at uh, Anheuser-Busch for Bud Light have fallen dramatically because of this Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Um, So she's a trans person and uh, Anheuser-Busch hired her to market Bud Light, and uh, a lot of people don't like that, and so Bud Light's taking it. So now Bud Light announces to uh, its distributors and that they're going to give everybody a free case of Bud Light. This is like a bribe. A free case of Bud Light, that's what you're going to do? And they're going to have a better marketing, and uh, there's misconceptions. So the CEO trying to cover his butt guy named Michael Dukirkis says, this was a result of one camp was not made for production or sale to the general public. Oh, what a bunch of garbage. So they're in trouble. But even more trouble is the U.S. Navy. This is incredible, and I, and I postponed reporting it because I wanted to make sure it was true, and it is true. So the guy in charge of the Navy is Admiral Mike Gilday. He's been there for four years, all right? So Admiral Gilday is having trouble recruiting people to go into the Navy. So the village people song in the Navy is not cutting it anymore. So what the Navy decides to do is use second, yeoman second class Joshua Kelly as a recruitment tool. Who is that? Well, Joshua Kelly is a drag show queen who uses the name Harpy Daniels. (laughs) So 
He's one of five digital ambassadors for the Navy to try to recruit people as a drag queen. This is not good. I, she and Putin and the mullahs in Iran are, are seeing this, that the United States can't get enough people to sign up for the Navy, so they have to use a drag queen to try to do this. It's unbelievably stupid. And I will predict that Admiral Gilday will not be in that position as head of the Navy much longer. Now, the Biden administration will save him. But if there's any change in the presidency, I can't even imagine it. We have a woke armed forces now. And again, she and Putin, okay, that's what they're doing over there. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth, delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Smart life. This is a study out of UK, but I think it applies here. Um, 2,000 adults say the average adult has not spoken to their neighbors in three weeks. However, there is an epidemic of criticizing neighbors on social media, like bullying neighbors. Okay, why is this in the smart life category? Number one, you don't have to talk to your neighbors. I mean, maybe you don't have anything in common with them. You just wave, you know, hi, how are you? Fine, that's not a problem. But attacking your neighbors using the internet is foolish. It leads to negative results. Maybe your neighbor is a nut. Maybe your neighbor will try to hurt you or your property. Why do you want that? Now, there are many, many situations in neighborhoods, and I live in one, where the neighbor is doing something that intrudes on the neighborhood doing something bad. Maybe they don't tend their yard. Maybe they're loud. Maybe they have bad habits that you don't want your kids to see. All of that is absolutely legitimate. First thing you do is you try to negotiate this with other neighbors who object. You get a little crew together and say, let's go over to Harry's house and we'll bring a snack to Harry as a peace offering, all right? And then we'll discuss this like educated adults. Can you, you know, can we help you help the neighborhood? Whatever it may be. Now, if Harry responds with an F you or something like that, cease the conversation. Because then you know you got a problem. Then you deal with the problem through the community, the town, the county, whatever it may be. But you got a group behind you. Not you and Harry. You don't want that because it might be dirty, Harry, you know. 
So smart life is try to keep the peace. And there are nuts everywhere. Unfortunately, that's the way of the world. Okay? Try to negotiate, but negotiate through strength. Final thought of the day on the no spin news. So after you reach the age of 50, 5-0, if you want to make the latter part of your life constructive, happier, whatever, got to pay attention to your physical health. Under 50, you can run around, uh, you know, pretty much eat what you want, do what you want. I mean, you should stay in shape, of course. I mean, if you're big, chubby, and zoptig, you might want to lose a little of that. But after 50, then it gets to be more imperative. So I'm not a health nut. And a few years ago, I think it was three years ago, I went to the doctor for my annual, and you guys should be doing that, and I had high blood sugar. And my doctor, who cares about me, uh, says, what are you doing? And I go, you know, I'm eating too much garbage. I know it. So I knocked out 70% of the sugar. Not hard to do. And I don't like those sweetener things either. It's not hard to do. I mean, you can have some desserts. You know, you just got to space them out a little bit. And then there are low sugar things that taste good. You just got to do, you know, and I've recommended a few here. So I, I knocked the sugar down. That was number one. And then the Terra Dog, who has a tendency to put on a little weight, I took her on longer walks. And then the combination, I lost the love handles. I didn't have, I was never a chubby guy, but uh, I lost a lot of the excess. Okay, so I went in last week. I got a colonoscopy, which everybody should get, because that, that, you got to catch that kind of thing early, all right? So you should get that. And then I went and got all the blood worked up in it, and it came back that I had like, the, I have the blood sugar level of Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> who doesn't eat anything but, but sprouts, all right? So the blood sugar is way down. And I feel 100% better. I work like a pack animal here with radio and television and books. I mean, at my age, working like this, a lot of my friends are zipping around in a golf cart, you know, with uh, Coors Light and uh, hitting the golf ball. And not me. Okay, I'm working here. And uh, in order to do that and be clear-minded and have the energy to do it every day, but Friday, I got to take Friday's off. Um, I got to have, I got to be in good physical shape, being like an athlete. And I've been an athlete my whole life, so I know what that is. But I don't have time to go to the gym, and I don't have time to lift weights. I mean, so I'm maintaining. But the sugar is the key. I'm, I have pasta, and that turns to sugar, by the way, once or twice a week. I have a little ice cream twice a week, maybe, okay? But I'm conscious of it. So, final thought of the day, proactive in your health. Look. It's luck. Bad things happen to really healthy people. You're never going to be able to control that. But build yourself up to the best possible length that you can. Okay? Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. And we'll see you on Monday.